Um, our scripture for today is from uh, the book of John, chapter 14, uh, verses 25 and 31. You can read along on page 95 of your pew Bible. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let, uh, let not, not your heart be troubled, ni neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father. For my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, may you believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming and he has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandments, so I do. Arise, let us go from here. This is the word of the Lord. So I invite Pastor Edson to come forward to speak from those words for us today. Really looking forward to this. Pastor Edson has been worshiping in this same building, with, uh, not at the same time as us, but different times for, he said it's only four years. I felt like it had been longer. This summer, for anybody who participated in, we had like a multi-church event in the side in the parking lot there. We had so much fun. Um, it was a chance for all four churches to get together, and Darlene got us cool t-shirts. Remember that? That had our names on them. Do you remember? I still have mine, but I don't always wear it. Um, anyway, Pastor Edson, um, we've also been involved over the years. He offers ESL sometimes, so some of these faces are familiar to some of you that ever helped out on the ESL classes. It's, uh, it's really fun um, learning languages together, and um, he's done a lot more, and you're going to hear a lot more about it, but I'm just so happy that he was free this morning to be able to speak to us from his experience and uh, and welcome to his parishioners too i see some faces that that i recognize from other times in the week thank you bonnie good morning everyone very happy to be here and i'd like to thank first god for the opportunity to be here to this morning I also, also want to thank Pastor Alan. He's not here, but uh, I want to thank him and thank Pastor Bonnie and everyone from this church. It is a challenge for me to speak in English. <laughs> I invited some of our members of our church, and I thank them to be here with me also. I told them, don't leave me alone. <laughs> and... I think now that I should ask for a bar of chocolate also. <laughs> uh, as I said, I'm very happy to be here. I've been part of this church for more than four years. And 
I'm very happy to see this church full of people and to see this church growing. Uh, Darlene, this church is growing. The Lord is working here. After the pandemic, after everything we have uh, living these last uh, years, but the Lord is, is making his church grow. So that's very important for us. Um, so today I wrote something that I want to, to speak because... Uh, English is not my native language, so <laughs> I prefer to write it down and, and read. But uh, while I was thinking about this invitation, um, the Lord spoke to my heart about remembrance. Uh, the importance of remember. Remember who we are and especially remember who Jesus is and who, what he has done for us. Because sometimes we forget, and when we forget that, we uh, become anxious, troubled, and, and we forget that we are sons of God, we are not orphans, we have a Father in heaven, and He is taking care of us. So that is the message that came to my heart when I was thinking about this invitation. I was a little bit nervous, because... I've been preaching for more than 20 years. Uh, I'm 43, but I started very early. Um, helping building church, planting church. Um, I've done a lot of things for the Lord, praise. And I'm very happy for that. But preaching in English is the first time. So <laughs> it is a challenge, but I, I accept it because I, you always accept one challenge. If the Lord says, I will be with you, so I will be there. We need to be there when we know that the Lord will be with us. We are not alone. When they call us to do something, He will be with us. He will give us the strength, the tools, the resources, everything we need. If He calls you to do something, don't be afraid. Go there and do that. He will be with you. He will help you to do that. And uh, as I said, while I was thinking, this passage came to my heart. And I want to use the example of the disciples. Because they were human beings like us. They were men like us. And they were afraid. Because now, they were seeing their master living. And they were afraid. So I wrote this thing. I wrote in the chapter uh, 14 of John's gospel, Jesus starts comforting his disciples. Because he was living as a man. He was living. And they were a little bit uh, troubled, afraid. What are we are going to do now? Because he is living. So he's starting by saying, do not let your hearts be troubled. The reason they might be troubled is because he was living. And he was living then. At least it was what they thought. They thought, he is leaving us. We are alone now. And how not be troubled or afraid when your master is departing, physically speaking, and apparently leaving you alone in the middle or in the big, the beginning 
of a great persecution. Because a great persecution was coming. And now Jesus was leaving. How can he, can, how can he do that for, with us? They were humans. So they were afraid. And sometimes we also. Sometimes we also. We, we cannot see Jesus here. But he is here through the Holy Spirit. He is speaking in our hearts. We feel his presence. But we cannot see him. And as human beings, sometimes we need to see things. We need to touch. But Jesus wants them to believe. Even when you don't see, believe. I am with you. You are not alone. You will never be alone. I will be with you. So this chapter is about that. He was there to comfort them, to say, I will never leave you alone. So... Sometimes we also feel like this, like that. And someday we say, where is God? Maybe someone said that today. Where is God? In the situation that I'm, I'm living now. I told that many times when I was a teenager. Where is God? Does he exist? Really? Because I'm alone. I don't have a father with me. My mom... Uh, she became a crazy woman when I was eight years old. And I grew up in a very violent and poor place. And I, I used to say, where is God? Does he care about me? I thought not. No, he doesn't care about me. So, at that time, the disciples had not fully understood that Jesus was not only a man. The car carpenter the son of Joseph and Mary, but he was God himself. He was God himself, but they hadn't understood yet. They forgot that he had mentioned many times about his death and resurrection. Sometimes we forget. Today we are remembering. This is a remembrance for us. He wants us to remember every time what he did for us. And that everything was under his control. Everything is under his control now. He has not lost control of your life. Never. Even when we think, oh, everything is upside down. I don't know <laughs> what life is that that I'm living now. Oh, God loses control? No, He doesn't. Never lose control of your life. He knows what He is doing in your life. He is taking care of you. He is taking care of us. So, it is difficult for humans not to see things when we need. But God wants us to remember what He has done in our lives and believe what He said. Believe what he said about you. Believe what is written in this book about us. Everything is written here. So we just need to read and ask the Holy Spirit to remember us. Lord, I'm afraid. I can't see. But remember me. 
Remember what you said, what, what you have done, and give me the peace that you promised. He promised peace. And sometimes we forget everything he has done, and we lose this peace. We become anxious, troubled, depressed, because we lose this peace that he promised us, a peace that exceeds understanding. Exceeds understanding, because our understanding sometimes, oh, I know what is happening. I know that. That is our understanding, but he gives us peace that exceeds our understanding. Sometimes we don't know, so say, Lord, I don't know, but you are taking care of everything. I know you are taking care of everything. I don't understand what is happening, but I know you are here. I know you are taking care. I know you never leave me alone. And that's the whole, the role of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I will ask the Father and he will send the Holy Spirit. Someone like me, he is God. And he will remember you everything I said and I did. The Holy Spirit, he does that. He remembers us every time. Don't forget, Jesus was here. He died for you on the cross. He did something special for you, for me, that no one could do, but only him, the Son of God. So, it is not easy, I know. And they did not understand that he would forever be with them, even when they could not see. They were not alone, and you are not alone, and I am not alone. We are not alone. He said on the verse 18 of the same chapter, I will not leave you as orphans. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. So Jesus was not there anymore like a man. He was going to heaven. But he said, we will come to you and live in you. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost, of the Holy Spirit. Paul said, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. He lives in you. He doesn't live in these walls. He lives inside you. He came to live in you, to be with you all the time. As a disciple, sometimes we also forget that even that we cannot see God, He is always with us. And that He is in control of, of everything. As humans, the disciples was, were afraid that Jesus would not be there when they need. They were afraid. They used to have Jesus there every time they needed. For more than three years. Every time they needed bread, fish, Jesus was there to provide for them. Every time they needed. They just need to ask to say, Lord, there's no bread and the people are here. And he was there to provide. He was always there to perform miracles. But now he was departing. If anyone was sick, Jesus was there to heal. Like when Peter's mother-in-law mother was sick. 
Jesus arrived and healed her. Every time they needed, he was there like a man. But he was also God. And God is a spirit. When they couldn't free a demon-possessed person, Jesus was there to do so. Sometimes we pray, and God answers our prayers very quickly. But sometimes it seems like he's not there. takes time. And we start to think, oh, he forgot about me. He's not here for me. But he is. But he knows the time. He knows when to work miracles in your life, in my life. Because sometimes he wants us to be stronger. Our faith to grow in him. And we cannot see, but I believe. Remember, many times God has helped you. Remember, many times what He has done in your life. But as the time goes by, we forgot. And today, maybe we forgot something. But remember... He has been with you many years, for many years, maybe. He has taken care of you and your family. And why not now? He never changes. He is the same. He is the same. He will never change. The same God that was with you many years or months ago, He is the same God. He will do the same if necessary. He will open the sea again if necessary. He can do that every time you need. He is the same God. So Jesus wants the disciples to remember, I am living, but the Holy Spirit will make you remember every time because they were going to pass through persecution. They were going to be killed. And sometimes they could get Uh, uh, depressed discouraged and he wants them to remember I will be with you as always Jesus wanted them to know that he always had been taking care of them and that he would continue to take care of them but now not physically there but living in their hearts through the Holy Spirit that the Father was about to send. We will come to them and make our home with them, he said. Verse 23. The disciples were called by Jesus to be with him, to learn direct from him, to see firsthand the wonders he was going to do during his early ministry, and they saw many miracles. They also performed many signs through the name of Jesus. But now Jesus is living and he wants them to not be troubled. Not be troubled. He wanted them to remember that everything that was happening was predicted before in the Old Testament. And that he himself also had spoken many times of about was about to was about what was happening 
about to happen. They had lived many good moments with Jesus, but they forgot. And we forget sometimes. Sometimes we forget. Many times we also forget how many things God has done for us. The first and most important thing is that He sent His Son to die in our place and forgive our sins and give us peace. Don't forget that. You were saved. You are saved. Doesn't matter the situation. He said the comforter or the helper, the Holy Spirit will remember you of everything, every good thing. I said and did. Don't be afraid. You are not alone. They forgot and become or became to be troubled, anxious, depressed. And if we forget, the same will happen. Today, many people, especially Christians, are also forgetting from where they came and how Jesus has taken care of us every step of the way. Sometimes we are forgetting. And if we forget, we start to lose the peace. We start to get anxious. Depression comes to our lives. So, don't forget that. How he brought us here. How did you get here? Don't forget that. What God has done in your life for you to be here today. Never forget that. He brought us here. I was not supposed to be here. When I was a teenager, I, I tried to kill myself. I was not supposed to be here. So I never forget that I'm here because He brought me here. He saved my life. And I cannot never, I, I will never forget that. Because I was not supposed to be, maybe you're not supposed to be here. But He brought you here. Because He cares about you. He always cares about you. He always cares about you. He proved his love for you and for me. As is written in Romans chapter 5 verse 8. God proved his love for us. That Christ died for us. Even when we were sinners. So he proved his love for us. He will never forsake us. Never. But the Holy Spirit, through the Scripture, is still speaking to us and remembering us of everything Jesus did for us and spoke about us. The age we, we live is an age of stress, leading many people to depression, anxiety, and even suicide. People are getting discouraged. Some don't want to live anymore because their lives turned upside down and they can't stand anymore. But when we cannot stand anymore, Jesus said, come to me. And the Holy Spirit, through the scripture, remembered us today. He's saying, come to me, don't forget, I invited you to come to me when you cannot stand anymore. 
So that's the, whole, the role of the Holy Spirit, to remember us. You are not alone. Jesus is inviting you. Come to me. If you cannot stand anymore, if you, if you cannot carry your burden anymore, come to me. He is, he is calling us. Every time we feel lonely, depressed, anxious about anything, we can pray, read the Bible, and the Holy Spirit will remember us of Jesus. I used to say in our services, this name is powerful, Jesus. He is the Savior. We, we don't waste time in our services speaking about men. We speak about Jesus. Because He is the only one that when someone is depressed, when someone don't want to live anymore and listen this name and hear this name, this name is powerful. Jesus, the Savior of the world. Our Savior. That what Jesus did with the disciples, what Jesus did to the disciples, He made them remember everything they saw, everything they heard from Jesus, and they would feel the presence of Jesus inside their hearts and be sure that they were not alone, that He is alive, and that one day they would see Him again. As he promised. He wants them to remember that. One day you will see me again. Don't be troubled. Even if someone kill your body. They cannot kill your soul. You will be with me one day. And Jesus wants them to remember that. Can you imagine when they were, they were taken to some place to be killed? As James, as Peter that was in jail to be killed, they would remember Jesus is with me. Even if I die, Jesus is with me. I'm not alone. And the Holy Spirit was there to remember them. You're not alone. They can kill your body, but they cannot kill your soul. The result... What was the result of that? They kept going. They fought the good fight. They overcame. And the church grew. And he, we are. Because they remembered. They never stopped. And this church never stopped. Because we remember. We know who we are and the God that we have. So we never stopped. At the same way, we, I want you to know that this promise were also made for you and for me. I don't know what you are feeling today. I don't know your current emotional, physical, or spiritual situation. Maybe you are like the disciples when Jesus departed from them, or like me when I was a teenager. I thought I was alone. I thought God didn't care about me, so I decided to kill myself, and I went too close to accomplish that. Too close. But God spoke to my heart. And here I am, more than 20-something years, I think. 
after that. Preaching the gospel. That is my life. Today my life is to tell others, don't kill yourself. You are not alone. God is with you. The disciples got discouraged. They even came back to fishing. What they were not supposed to do anymore. They forgot what Jesus said. They, they thought they were orphans. But we are not orphans. Even if your father, your mother, husband, wife forsake you. Remember that God said that he would never forsake you. So remember today that you are not alone. Despite the situation. You are loved. No matter the circumstances, you are not alone. Nothing is out of the control of God. Nothing. He has everything in control. Everything. We just need to believe what the Bible says every day. And remember who we are in Jesus. You are not here without a purpose. Your life is not an accident. Jesus wants you to remember. So that's my sermon for today. I don't want to be so long. But I want to thank you again. Because every time I have the opportunity to speak about the gospel, this is a pleasure for me. Thank you, Pastor Bonnie. Thank you, everyone. In Jesus' name.